Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I love that you're here. I love that I can present another episode to you because you know me, I am your tribal hostess, Paulette Ristini. I love bringing you powerful, creative, magical entrepreneurs from around the globe and sometimes in my own backyard. So today, I have the honor and the delight of bringing you Marianne McNulty here from Portland. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good, and I am. I'm sitting right in your backyard. I know, you are. <laughs> so good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Um, Marianne and I have known each other for a couple years. She is also a coach, life coach, and a coach's coach. Marketing coach. Marketing coach. You are like the business mega superstar. And, and part of what I love, I love that you talk about your superpowers, superpowers for solopreneurs. So um, welcome to Heart and Hustle, Marianne. And how about if you tell our viewers a little bit about your superpowers? Yeah, well, I always say that my superpowers are helping you to master and market yours. And um, I love the whole metaphor of superpowers because there's so many different ways to play it. I think on the one hand, we all have our own innate superpowers. Like what are the gifts and talents that we're born with, that we're great at, or maybe that we've cultivated over a lifetime or over a career? That's one kind of superpower. But in business, you have to take those superpowers but add the superpowers of business. And those often are the ones that I'm helping people learn and cultivate, right? The superpower of sales. I always say sales is a mother's skill and we're all afraid of it because it has such a bad rap. But if you do it well and do it right, it's all about service and your business can't survive without it. And then marketing too. And I think marketing is such a mystery and for good reason. Like I always say, I feel like most people start a business, especially if they're a solopreneur, and they get what they, they try and get what I call the Google MBA, right? They go online and they start Googling, start your own business, and what comes up? Like a ton of stuff about how to market, but it doesn't really help you to, um, to build your marketing in that piecemeal, random puzzle piece kind of way. It's all about creating an ecosystem, and I love simplifying it so people can master those superpowers, because you can't master those superpowers if you don't have a system and if you don't simplify because the world of sales and marketing and business in general is overwhelming. It is. Overwhelming. So if you're out there and you feel overwhelming, guess what? The good news is you're not alone, <laughs> right? It's normal. And then the other good news is there's help for that. So those are what those, what I really love doing with people is helping them be able to share their superpowers so they can master the business skills that allow them to right. do that. And you know, I think that's, that is the key. I mean, yes, there is so much overwhelming background stuff that you need to know or master or get someone else to do it for you. Yeah. But just the idea of asking for help. Yeah. Asking for help. I just, I just did a Facebook live about vulnerability and what it's like to be uh, alone. And you really, we're not alone, but we need to reach out and ask for help. I think, we might be the best freaking coach in the entire world. Yeah. But if we don't know how to reach our people, yeah. If we don't know the background of sales, marketing, business, mm, yeah. all that good stuff. And, and I do a lot of work. Such a wizard at that. 
I do a lot of work around mindset and you just nailed it. Like the main um, thing that you need to overcome to achieve mindset mastery in business is the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's number one, marketing makes you feel like you're standing in front of the world naked <laughs> because you're revealing yourself. And some of our gifts that we're sharing as coaches and healers run pretty deep, right? So there is an incredible vulnerability to just sharing what it is that you do or wondering, oh my God, is my deepest, darkest heart or my deepest, brightest gift going to get rejected? That's so hard to do, right? But you have to get over that vulnerability. And then I think there's also the vulnerability of the learning curve. We are experts in some ways. Whatever your, your, those innate superpowers are, you're an expert in that. Right. And then you have to all of a sudden start in kindergarten again when it comes to building your business. And it's a process. And it makes you feel like, wow, I felt like an expert 10 minutes ago. And now I got to learn this business thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the rug just got out from under you and it's unsettling but learning that vulnerability that it's normal that it's a process there's so much power if you're willing to step into that yeah and i and i there is a fear and then you know not only the fear of asking for help and being vulnerable and split wide open there's also the monetary aspect yeah you know like oh my god i don't have any money to invest in my business but how am i going to grow my business if i don't invest the money into my business (laughs) And I think that for especially new business women or women in our case, uh, my case, because that's who I deal with predominantly, uh, that is such a fear. Yeah. Such a fear. Yeah. I think so too. And I think there's also this expectation. And, and I always say like, I think the internet in some wonderful ways has leveled the playing field of small business owners everywhere because anyone can have a website. It doesn't cost like prohibitive amounts of money like it might have 15 or 20 years ago to do those kinds of things social media very accessible but i also think it creates the myth that it's easy and it's not easy and it creates the myth that it's free like yeah you can have a facebook account for free but it doesn't mean marketing your business is going to be free and i think a lot of small business owners have the expectation um that comes to them from i don't know the internet or people people who are experts um, but you have to be willing to invest and that's true whether you're a big startup and you know you've got investors coming in and you're maybe looking for some venture capitalists they're investing in a big scale in those types of startups but even as little solopreneur startups you have to be willing to invest and I'm not it doesn't have to be huge investments either but if you sat down and started a business and thought this is all gonna be free just total sweat equity and no money whatsoever that's not really realistic um, uh, but that said, there's lots of affordable ways to, there's workshops, there's, there's lots of affordable resources to plug into, but you have to be willing to plug into something. Right. I can remember my first coach was $500 a month and I was like, Oh my God, oh yeah. my God how am I going to afford that? And it's like, well, Paula, if you don't step up, yeah. if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe in your business, you're never going to get anywhere. You're never going to grow. Yeah. And I think that's the first step. And I see that I always, the coaches and consultants that I train when I'm looking at marketing and sales and doing market research, I always say your clients have to meet two thresholds. They have to have a high enough self-worth that they're willing to invest in themselves. Right. That's that's huge, huge. And they have to be willing to do the work. And I think that's true for all of us. So um, if you're not willing to invest or you're feeling like, I shouldn't have to. Um, it doesn't matter how talented you are. Everybody needs business resources and support. Um, the smartest, most successful business owners I know 
all have business coaches. They're all investing in different ways. Absolutely. Because they know that it doesn't happen um, on your own. But if you're really feeling like um, you can't, I encourage you to look at where is that can't coming from? Is it that you don't feel worth it? Is it that deep down you're afraid your idea isn't going to work or your business won't fly? You have to really heal some of that before you're able to invest. And it's, wow. um, yeah, it's kind of like... Um, Marianne, that is so huge. Yeah, it's like a mindset landmine kind of, you know? But you have to understand that. Okay, so... So my question to you um, is where is your passion? How, how, why, why do you do what you do? I I thought you were going to be like, how, why, when, what? Um, Honestly, like if you, if you boil my passion down and why I do what I do, I'm really passionate about liberating people from empty paychecks. I think I spent so many years in corporate and, um, the first time I left a corporate job, I got laid off. And that was how I first became a coach. This was back in 2003. I worked at a big corporate law firm. And at first I was like in a panic because I was trained my whole life. Like, oh, you have to have a job and everything's about go to school, do well in school, get a, get a good job, you know. And I had a friend say, why don't you slow down? Why don't you take some courses, collect unemployment and think about what you really want to do? Because she knew I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. And I was like, wow, you can do that? I had no idea there was like some other choice, right? And I'm so grateful because that was the start of my first business, being trained as a coach. And it just opened up my eyes. And I remember going back to that corporate environment and visiting some of my old coworkers. And they were just in that, I hate my job. I hate my world misery. And I was like, but there was this other thing you could be doing out there. And they weren't even open to it. And it was kind of heartbreaking. But I knew that there were a lot of people like me who were looking for something else and maybe just didn't know what it was or they didn't know how to do it. So, you know, my mission now is, you know, helping people who want to create that other source of right livelihood or income that is in alignment with who they are so they don't have to go to work every day and pretend to be somebody else or just... um, yeah, it's, it's hard. So that's really at the, at the heart of it. There's so many other things I'm passionate about, but that's, if you boil it down and you keep asking the question, but why are you doing this, Marianne? Why are you doing it? That's ultimately what it is. It's helping people have the freedom to choose how they're, how they're creating income in their lives. Mm, I love so. that. Okay. So what else inspires you? What inspires yeah. Marianne, the, the woman? What inspires Marianne, the woman? Um, I get really inspired when people take a stand and I get really inspired when people are willing to step in to the vulnerability of what their gifts are. I do this with my clients a lot, but I see it out in the world too. Like, um, you know, like there's so much going on politically and I don't want to take a political turn, but I mean, (laughs) not too much. (laughs) There's a lot of political stress in the world, let's just say, but what I notice are the stories of someone who steps up and and takes a stand when there's a risk. Like I really admire that. Um, And I think at the end of the day, all of us who are in business, especially solopreneurs, like when you're a solopreneur, you're so many things, you are your business. And just the fact that you're stepping into business with whatever your superpowers and gifts are, that's taking a stand in a way that you may not realize. And I think it's heroic to do that. It's easy 
if somewhat painful to go work for somebody else and get that empty paycheck, you know, it's the easy way out, even if it has some costs, but I really admire people who make the other choice and know that, yeah, this might be harder on some days, but I'm going to do this because it feels right. So what do you do to feed your soul? That is such a good question. What's that? Or your body or your mind. Um, I am a big fan of just spending time in nature. I recently took a cross country road trip, as I think, you know, um, this summer, and it was all about going to a destination that was uh, on the East coast on the, on the water and just surrounded by nature and a whole lot of nothing except like big open fields and whales in the backyard in the ocean and coyotes in the distance. Like, that was that was kind of the purpose and that was something that was um, i'm going to be spending a lot more time at that place next year but and i i actually didn't think i liked road tripping as much as i did so that was actually really fun too so what do you like about it um i really like just driving across america that was really fun and i find it super fascinating and um, i hadn't done it for about 10 years when i moved to portland from new england that was the first time I drove across the country. And even then I remember like, you literally cross the state line and the landscape looks different. Like Iowa is right next to Nebraska, but they look totally different from each other, right? You know, so I found that really fascinating and I got to see a lot more in different states because we took a couple different routes this time around, but um, that was really fun. And um, yeah, just being, being curious and, um, getting a better sense of what's out there other than where we are all the time. I think being curious is, is a big word. Big, yes. Big couple of words. Yes. Because if we lose that curiosity, I think we dry up. Yeah. And I think I, it's kind of funny. This part of the story behind that trip was I had this destination as a family property that I wanted to go to, but also I was feeling stuck where I was living in Portland and it wasn't feeling right to me anymore. And I just literally woke up one day and was like, I know I wanted to move for a couple of years. I don't know where I want to move to. And a little voice in my head was like, but if you leave where you are, it'll all become clear. So I put all my stuff in storage and I kind of became a bit of a nomad and I still am like, I'm, I'm in Salem, Oregon right now, but I'm not here permanently. So I think there's a sense of like trusting your gut and um, I'm still on this journey. I'm not quite, I'm trying to figure out where do I feel is the right place for me right now. But I think it is, it's about curiosity and it's about just um, trusting the journey a little bit. That's so rich. That's so rich. I mean, for one, I'm glad you think so. Cause sometimes I, in my head, it sounds super crazy. <laughs> oh, it's so not, I mean, I am a, I am a, a gypsy, I'm a nomad. And you know, I just got back from New Mexico. I was trying new things and you know, I've traveled the world, which has been amazing. I've had incredible opportunities. Some people are afraid to leave their backyard. Mm -hmm. but you know what? There's a lot of stuff in your backyard. Yeah. You don't have to travel across the country yeah. or around the world. I mean, you can still explore and be curious about what is surrounding you. And it's that. It's that, that soul, that heart, that inquisitiveness about life. Right? Yeah. And I love it, what you just said, because curiosity doesn't have to be about world travel. You can literally go and see your backyard with new eyes. Absolutely. New eyes. 
new eyes, mm -hmm. curiosity, just life, 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 life. I mean, we live in a time of awesome. Yeah. There is so much for us to experience and it can be small. It can be so yeah. tiny. You know, it's what feeds you, what you can learn from, what you, what you can then give back to. I think that's yeah. a part of it too, don't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think, I think part of joy comes from opening our eyes and seeing the simple things around us. Mm. Like you said, it doesn't have to be some complex, you know, world tour. It can be if that's what you want, yeah, but absolutely. it can be go sit on the back porch for five minutes and drink in the sunlight and look at the blue sky. Oh man. And nothing lights me up like that. Right. Um, and, and it was so good the other day. So when I was on this trip, <clears throat> Uh, I was taking this yoga class. No, no, no. This, this was the dance class. So I did yoga and dance every day. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was a writer's retreat. It was fantastic. Uh, and a song came on and it's a popular song and I actually don't know who it's by or what the name is, but it was about making today the best day of your life. And I thought, you know what? I mean, that is like, it sounds like this beautiful, altruistic, optimistic vision, but it's so fucking true. So I yeah. wake up every morning and I say, this is the best day of my life. Yeah. And why not? Yeah. Why not? My, um, my dear grandmother passed away about a year ago and it was really, really hard because I was really close with her, but mm. she was in a nursing home for the last nine months of her life and, and there were all sorts of people coming and visiting and it was really cool because they kept a journal. Mm. And so we were looking through and one of the um, hospice visitors who came in had written about, oh, I saw Anita today and she was in a great mood. And I, she said, I asked her, how do you do it? You're 94 years old. How do you still have such a joyful way about you? And, and she was quite ill. She was really declining a lot. And she just said to the woman, well, I just find something to be happy about every day. And it, for her, I knew her whole life. It was about the little things. It was like, today I'm going to bake a pie and give it to somebody, right? Wow. Or, you know, today I'm going to call my granddaughter. Or it was always something little. Or I'm going to have lunch with a friend, but it doesn't have to be complicated. And oh my God, I love that. And I was just talking to a friend the other day, like, I'm, I'm not the same as my grandmother. Our lives are so different, but I'm also like, how can I express that, that belief that she had in my own life in my own way? And I think it's a great question for everybody, whether it's go in your backyard and sit in the sun and look at the beautiful fall trees, whether it's um, take your dog for a walk, whether it's go to the ocean, um, or maybe it's, you know, go hear an awesome musical performance, whatever it is. Just find time to do it because we're, I think our world is just too busy and complicated. We're on our devices all the time. Oh Not God. that you should leave your device if you're watching oh, right now, nice. but, but yeah, like take it in measure. Like I think um, we're overstimulated with everything all the time. And I think it's really important to check out and make sure there's some quiet in your life. Uh, and, and that's just, that brings me to tears. I mean, I just freaking love that. I'm going to make a pie and give it to somebody today. Oh <laughs> my God. I mean, how amazing is that really? Yeah. You know, but we forget sometimes we yeah. let those moments slip by. Yeah. Oh. You know, what's something fun I used to do in college. This was yeah. years ago. I went to school in Connecticut, but, um, I had a car so we could go off campus and, um, 
my best friend and I would periodically we'd go like to the grocery store, the flower store, and we'd get flowers and we wouldn't even know who we were going to give them to. And we'd come back to campus and we'd just see who we ran into and we'd give it to them and they'd be like, what? Like what happened? Like what, did I, you know, and we'd just be like, they're just because. And it was the most fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I think, I think like, we should like propose a challenge. <laughs> really, right? And I don't oh. bake, so like flowers are a little easier for me. But, um, but yeah, like what is it that you could give someone? And it's so easy. And I, when people don't see it coming, that is just the best part. Because we think there has to be a, like a holiday or some reason, but like we can celebrate each other every day. Just to, just to um, acknowledge people on the street. Yeah. You know, I, I've said this before, and some of you who who watched me before have heard me say this. And but it, it struck me so intensely. A, a, a woman a, who was a student of mine, a dancer, who was walking down the street, and she actually saw this really beautiful woman and said, just didn't know her, just was walking down downtown, you know, yeah. like massive amounts of people. And she just walked by her and said, You are so beautiful. And the woman just looked at her and said, I am just a reflection of you. Oh. Isn't that sweet? And I mean, I actually wrote a poem about it. I've talked about it like for years, but it's still so, I think it's very prolific, um, profound, profound is the word. Uh, and so how do we see each other? Yeah. Right? And I love that because it's easy to walk by somebody and not say something nice. And I'm always like, oh my God, great dress, or look at that necklace, or you're gorgeous. Or, mm -hmm. and, and I just, I love that. Cause I love seeing people. I love seeing people. Yeah. And people don't always expect it, especially if you're in an urban downtown area. Sometimes they expect you to look by with your cold, cold stony stare, or maybe they expect you to be looking at your phone and almost bumping into them or whatever. Yeah. But, um, it doesn't take much. I always say, you know, being nice is free and everyone should do it and extending that to actually taking an action. You know, if you're thinking about someone, send them a message. Or if it's, you're walking by someone, say hi, smile at them, be genuine about it. Like, God, our world needs more of that. It really does. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, whew. What kind of pie are you going to bake? Are you going to bake pie? What kind of pie are you going to bake? I'm not a baker, but I cook. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I've been I've been making vegan cheeses and giving them to my friends, and that's Ooh, been really fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that okay. sounds really great. So before we sign off, oh my God, what a great conversation, Marianne! Um, anything else you want to share? No, just I love this conversation. Thanks for inviting me in, and for all of you out there, what what are the highlights of what we covered? Um, do something nice for someone today, randomly and for no reason. I'll, I'll, ch I'll throw that challenge out there and, um, in your business yourself. and yeah, do something nice for yourself too. You can put yourself on that list. Totally. Um, and I would say in terms of like business, um, be forgiving to yourself. Know that whatever you're feeling, if it's on high and low and somewhere in the middle in your business, it's all normal because this journey is a roller coaster and, um, yeah, fine. Get some. How about, how about don't be afraid to ask for help? Don't be afraid to ask for help. In fact, I'm going to share a way that you can get a little help from me because I wanted you all to have a special something. So I've got a free download for all of you. It's a marketing tool. 
So it's a quick 20 minute marketing makeover. It's an opportunity to just take yourself through a process. And what I love about this is it's going to help you see not just what could you improve, but what are you doing right? Because it's really important to see what you're doing right. And if someone doesn't ask you the right questions, you might think you're doing it all wrong. I see that a lot. So it's a fun little tool that I'm going to share with you all. And Paul's going to share the link for that. Awesome. Yeah. I will put all of Marianne's links and her gift and you know, all the goodness, all the goodness in our links below for sure. Uh, so much fun. So Marianne, you yeah. know, I wish you great journeys. Yeah. Thanks. You too. Wherever the road leads you next. Yeah. I think it's going to lead me to you soon because I want to try some of that cheese. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on, right on. I love it. Yes. Let's stay connected. And for everybody out in heart, heart and hustle land, thank you for joining us today for another yeah. episode. And Marianne McNulty, our special guest. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And thanks for the invitation to be here, Paulette. I really appreciate it. So good. All right, you guys, until we meet again, uh, let's see about that challenge. Let's mm. see about who you can touch today. Yeah. Right? All right. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Mwah. Bye, everyone. <laughs>